an eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. Those are the words of Mahatma Gandhi, and this week they are so, so true. This week, the Northwest University's Student Counseling and Development wants to help you with conflict management. Now, contrary to popular belief, conflict isn't always bad. It is bad when relationships are ruined and there's a long-term division. It leaves emotional and psychological wounds. One starts to bully the other into resolution or getting your way. It becomes the only manner in which you can communicate or you intimidate or overpower or bully to get your way. Conflict is good when your perspective is broadened regarding the disagreement or struggle. It brings positive change. It strengthens relationships. It leads to the creation of various solutions that one did not think of. And it's good when it brings understanding of one another through the sharing of ideas and different perspectives. Now, when it comes to conflict situations, there are different ways we can describe a person's behavior, and this happens along two basic dimensions. The first is assertiveness, and this is the extent to which the individual attempts to satisfy his or her own concerns. And then cooperativeness, the extent to which the individual attempts to satisfy the other person's concerns. Now this is kind of where you want to be. We also use one of five conflict handling strategies when it comes to conflict. Competing. This is where you are assertive and uncooperative and only try to satisfy your own concerns at your teammates expense. This method is characterized by the assumption that one side wins but everybody else loses out. It doesn't allow room for diverse perspectives. Now competing might work in sports or war, but it's really a good idea or strategy when it comes to group problem solving. You can always be collaborating. This is where you try to find a win-win solution that completely satisfies both your concerns and your teammates' concerns. This allows a group to allow each participant to make a contribution with the possibility of co-creating a shared solution that everyone can support. Then you get the compromising one. This is where you try to find an acceptable settlement that only partially satisfies your concerns and those of your teammate. The concept is grounded in the fact that everyone gives a little bit of what they want, but no one gets everything that they want. Compromise is perceived as being fair, even if no one is particularly happy with the final outcome. Avoiding is another strategy. This is when people just ignore or withdraw from the conflict. They usually choose this method when the discomfort of confrontation exceeds the potential reward of actually resolving the conflict. This method does not really contribute anything of value to the conversation and may be withholding worthwhile ideas, so nothing gets resolved. Then you get the accommodating strategy. You attempt to satisfy your teammates' concerns at the expense of your own. This is when one party gives in to the wishes or demands of the other. Now this may be a gracious way to give in when one figures out that he or she has been wrong about an argument, but it's less helpful when one party accommodates another merely to preserve the harmony or avoid disruption. The thing is here, too much accommodation can result in groups where the most assertive parties commandeer the process and take control of most conversations. The most important thing about conflict resolution and conflict management is to find a great balance. Here are a couple of tips. Talk to the person, not about them. The focus should be on the event, not on personalities. Consider using 
I messages. For example, I feel that. Listen carefully to the other person's response and needs. Listen for what is felt as well as what is said. Focus on conflict resolution, not winning or being right. Pick your battles. Some events do not have a result in conflict resolution. Be willing to forgive and move on. And very important, prioritize the conflict. Focus on the most focal areas. Embrace conflict. It's a natural part of life. And once the conflict is resolved, leave it at that. Know your personal pitfalls when it comes to conflict. Remember, every individual has certain things that trigger them. Make sure you know yours so you can actually be proactive in dealing with them. Gandhi was right. An eye for an eye only makes the whole world blind. So if you struggle with conflict management, be sure to contact the Northwest University Student Counseling and Development, helping you be the best possible person that you can be.